Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Last week here on the programme, we, we spoke about the increase in the number of young people looking for help dealing with cocaine addiction. And one listener, Sally, got in touch and told us about her son's struggles with addiction and about living with an addict. No, it's completely it's completely torn the family apart. It's devastated us. Um, it has reduced my son to being that completely, um, just a, a really wretched-looking drug addict, um, pathetic-looking drug addict that you just couldn't take your your anger out on and, and ask him why are you doing this. It mm. is an absolute illness. So that's Sally speaking to to us here in the programme last week. Um, joining us on the line now to talk about the complex issues um, around sharing a home with a family member, with somebody, um, an addict in your life, is Jackie McKenna, who's the Project Coordinator, a Family Addiction Support Network. Jackie, thanks for joining us on the programme today. I know Sally's interview um, was just a, a very powerful listen for a lot of people and other stories as well. But how does having an addict, an addict in the family affect the family dynamic? Uh, <clears throat> thank you very much for having me. Um, and Sally's story it resonates with all of the stories. The, the uh, behaviour is the same. The actual story might just differ a little. So families all around Ireland are experiencing exactly what Sally's talking about. Um, sorry, what was your question again? Just like, you know, when you listen to Sally and there were so many other stories and emails that came in afterwards, but how difficult is it to, when you have somebody in your life or somebody living in the family home and maybe they're they're at the point where they haven't actually gone for the addiction support or help or assistance and you're trying to maybe get them to that stage, I'm just trying to get a sense of how that affects the entire family and the dynamic in the family. Okay, so when you have a loved one who is caught up in substance misuse or addiction, it can affect up to four to six people directly who needs access to um, counselling or uh, brief interventions or one-to-one support because of the trauma that's uh, involved. Now, uh, the Family Addiction um, Support Network covers the four counties of Cavan, uh, Monaghan, Louth and Mead, um, carried out research back in 2019 to um, identify what the needs of families and how they are affected by substance misuse. Okay, and uh, within that report, it talked about the psychological and physical ways that have been affected by substance misuse. And um, uh, family members discussed the stress, the anxiety, the fear, the not sleeping, feeling sick, not being able to sleep, uh, anger, frustration, blaming themselves, feeling of failure, feeling of guilt um, and shame. The stigma that's attached to having a family member that's using drugs and families are guilty by association. Um, Gwen is on the line as well, Jackie. Gwen is a family support specialist with the yeah. uh, the Family Addiction Support Network. Also, Gwen, one of the the um, the comments I suppose that came in 
from a lot of people after we spoke to, to Sally and others on the show about, um, you know, dealing with a family member that are going through addiction issues was the idea of tough love and whether that helps or actually can exacerbate things and, and, and make it worse. Like, what's your advice on that? Well, <clears throat> my advice on it is um, all love is tough. No matter what relationship you're in, once you're in a relationship with anybody at all, all love is tough because you have to negotiate your way through the relationship. That's about um, trust and um, all, of, all of that kind of stuff. So when it comes to dealing with somebody in addiction and the energy of addiction, what you're doing is learning a new a new step like a new dance. So the idea of tough love, um, to me, it's no different than learning another way of coping with somebody else's behaviour. And so when you're talking about the tough love, I suppose uh, coming back to um, the tough love is putting somebody out of the home or getting rid of them out of the home. Yeah, well then you have to come back to you as the person that's in this relationship, let it be a parent, let it be somebody you love, whatever it is. If you're interested enough in this person to give them your time and your uh, your support, you yourself need the support for you. You know, you, you have to look after you and you have to find a way to negotiate your way through this. So information, education and awareness is paramount in this. And that's why it's really, really important that family members have specific services for them, the same as the person in addiction. Mm. What um, if you have young children in in the house, Gwen? How yeah. much should you tell them? <clears throat> it has to be age appropriate. Um, I suppose I I actually heard one mother um she was saying the other evening that. Her daughter had gone into recovery. She has a responsibility of her two grandkids for the whole, um, for the last number of months. But her daughter went, did a recovery program, came back, relapsed. And when she was bringing the the grandkids to stay for the weekend with the mother, um, when they got there, the mother wasn't able to take care of them because she had relapsed. And so the little fella, she told me the wee fella broke her heart that he sat down on the footpath because she couldn't let him up into the room. So he sat outside on the footpath and put his head in his hands and he started to roll and cry. So when he came, when she came back down, she explained to him that it's like COVID, that mommy's illness is like COVID and you can't go in at the moment, but we will see her again soon. Mm. So that's the only way that she can describe it. But I believe totally that family members, if they can get the information and the support yeah. for themselves, that they can work with their children, with their grandchildren, whoever it is, to say, okay. this is something that happens. It's like cancer. It's it's like that. It, it's remission and it's relapse. It starts again. It goes again. But the illness, <clears throat> like I'm saying, it's not to be afraid of, but it, when you're living with it constantly, it is very fearful. You know what I mean? So yeah. but it's working around that. It's the parents. Okay. They J- need the safety and the routine for the children. J- just on the supports um, that are there for families of those with addiction. Jackie, do we have sufficient support? Sorry, do we have? Sufficient support for families? No. Uh, and I think within the uh, National Drug Strategy, 
uh, families are acting for the very first time. It's been recognised before this in other strategies that families are the key to rehabilitation. And this is the first time that the government has ever actioned family. And uh, while it is great on paper, it's actually not uh, coming through from the ground up because uh, family support isn't um, isn't resourced adequately on the ground. Uh, not only family resource, uh, projects all across the country are not resourced sufficiently. What more needs to be done, Gwen? <clears throat> the, the government um, need to become involved in this big time. Um, the political will needs to be there. Their funding needs to be directed towards the, the, all addiction services on the ground, so dealing with the person with the addiction and the families. There needs to be a roadmap developed. It needs to be joined up thinking. But it has to be resourced there. But family members need to need to come out and ask for the services. They need to lobby all around them and ask for the services because it's not happening. This was something. Sorry, Gwen. This was something that we spoke about in the Oireachtas yesterday mm. uh, with the mental health, uh, the committee on mental health, and we were asked what did we think was needed. So we were saying that a senior minister is needed to drive the national drug strategy. Uh, it really needs to be driven out there. Drugs are not going away. It is the normal culture that all of our children are growing up in, all of our grandchildren are growing up in. And if the proper uh, resources are not put into every community um, to promote the health and well-being of all of those communities, because, as I said, drugs are not going to go away. So it's not, it's not a matter of if it happens. It's a matter of when it happens. Mm. Okay. Um, so it's vital that there is a senior minister to drive okay. the national drug strategy. Well, there's one thing for sure, for sure anyway, Jackie, from, from talking to people here in the programme um, in, in recent weeks is it seems to be an, an ever increasing and a bigger and getting to be a bigger and bigger problem constantly um, between the availability of, of cocaine and the cross-societal use of it is the one thing that always strikes me from um, the messages that come in whenever we talk about it. We were only chatting about it here on the show actually last week as well. We'll have to leave it there for the moment. Project Coordinator and Family Support Specialist with the Family Addiction Support Network, Jackie McKenna and Gwen, thanks a million to you both for your time here on the programme. 53106 is the number. The last luggage at the airport would be hearing from other listeners next Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan brought to you by Avant Money weekdays at midday on News Talk